All right, boss. So, and we're live, man. So we got DJ Crush on the podcast, son. You know, my man's doing the weddings, um, all the different gigs, dude, bringing high energy to the situation, man. I appreciate you being on here, man. What's going Thank on you, with man. you, dude? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, dude. I'm here, man. I'm living. I'm living, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, You dude. know, uh, 2020 was an interesting year, and uh, here I am in 2021, just keeping that energy and keeping that positivity going, man. You know, that's dude, dude, I love it, man. I've been seeing the the things you've been doing online, dude. Um, some of those live streams that you had earlier last year and things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nice to keep it going, but it's also, dude. I know it's like kind of like an art for you, something that you enjoy, dude. So it's good to see you still doing that. I'm yeah. tuned in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I good appreciate stuff, it, man. man. You know what? To be honest, I should be doing it a lot more, but in reality, the whole everything that happened in 2020 it brought so many other. Th- you know, elements into my life, which I wasn't not necessarily missing out, but just haven't discovered. Right. So like, like spending a lot of time at home because weddings are all postponed. Events are all postponed. Corporate events are postponed and just enjoying my time with family, man. I mean, I missed out Mm -hmm. on huge, like Memorial days, 4th of July's, and then having to get that year back and enjoy those moments with my family was special to me, man. I have I have no regrets as, aside from the couples that I felt for who, you know, who uh, yeah. planned their dream wedding, including yourself. Um, yeah. But other than that, man, I, I was blessed last year, man. Thank God. Yeah, man. You know, it's interesting, like, you know, I, and I feel you on that. I feel you on that 100% because it's like, you know, you try to position yourself to be adaptable, no matter the situation, right? Yeah. And like, luckily, you know, um, you know, I don't know too much about the the weeds of your situation, but like, what's nice is that you're alive and well, right? Mm-hmm. And you adjusted to the environment, yeah. and something positive came out of it, dude. And 100%. I think we we gotta be that way, dude. We gotta look at life that yeah. way. Otherwise, we're just uh, there's being negative. Is no way to be, dude. No, and and you nailed it when you said adaptable. That's that's all. That's the only consistent thing in our life, right? To adapt, change change adapt 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 that's 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 the only consistency that we're nurtured to right growing up yeah, like this dude. so that's exactly yeah I, you, you hit it nail on man spot on yeah our parents did it and like we're doing it the way that like we know how yeah. right like coming in being like the the american youth here but you know coming back coming back to some so your craft here bro so yeah. like i'll i'll catch i'll catch folks up that are listening and not saying that anyone is listening but i'll catch folks up that are listening here right so um so you know as 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 Alyssa and i were preparing for the wedding right there's like there's obviously a host of people out there doing dj services things like that right um and there's a, there's a lot of people just like bringing a lot of different types of energy in that DJ market right now, right? Now, um, I had a buddy, I had a buddy um, who had had recommended you, mm-hmm. right? And then once I started deep diving like on your uh, on your page, and once I reached out to you and everything like that, I was like, oh, dude, I've seen this dude before, <laughs> right? So I've been to a couple of weddings where you've thrown down. I'm like, oh man, dude, now that I'm reflecting on it. Yeah those were dope weddings dude <laughs> nice. like why not you know and you know if you ask any of my friends but i'm a big music head dude i love music um i'm always on the on the websites looking for the latest and greatest music yeah. and then so i was like man you know what as i'm reaching out to djs i'm, I'm hoping i can find someone that like that will nurture my energy yeah you know what i mean like i, I like to be hands-on i like to be in the weeds with the music it's on my life yeah and as we connected i found that i was like man this guy he loves music. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I mean, he's running a business and things like that. Yeah. He's generating some income from this, but music seems to be something you love and something that you enjoy. 100%. Now I can feed off that, man. That's what I need yeah. for, especially for a wedding, right? I need someone who loves it. So, so that's what I see right yeah. now. You could catch folks up on some of the things I might've missed. So like, l- let me know if I, if I didn't, if I didn't grab some things, if I didn't cover it all, what other things are you doing? Or tell me a little bit more about DJ Crush and Shot the Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate the kind words, man. And uh, it, just to comment back on a couple of things that you just said, um, there's there's one thing that I always you know want to look for when I when I'm DJing, right? Especially for weddings. Like I never want to DJ for anyone that reaches out to me. It's not like I'm free for the first person that reaches out to me. No, man. There, there's right. got to be a connection, right? Like there's got to be an understanding that it's understood from both sides that, Hey man, I feel comfortable DJing for you. 
as you feel comfortable hiring me, right? So like there's yeah. that energy that has to meet in order for me to agree to take on something. Uh, and that's very important to me because I don't want to be just be spinning just out of spite, right? I want to make sure that you're hiring me because you're comfortable with me and my style yeah. is my comfort, right? So I don't want to ruin anyone's wedding. So I never, I never just take on every single inquiry I get. I'll, sure, I'll entertain it, but man, there's got to be a connection there. And I felt that connection as soon as you reached out to me, man. My man. And that was a, uh, you know, even like when you when we were planning your when you reached out about uh, talking about your Baroth music, and I was like, man, this guy's got it, man. I love his, <laughs> I love his style, and I was so excited. And I'm still excited, man. I can't wait to to be part of that. It's gonna be a good time, man. Like going off that dude, like you know, it's it's interesting. So, and I, I'm sure you have a, a a way deeper breadth of knowledge on this. So, you know, for me, like I'm a big I'm a big rap fan, yeah. right? Like I love the ASAP Rockies. I love you know the weekend more on the R&B side. Travis Scott, right? Yeah. Big fans from when they first came out, like back when I was like early on 2012, 2011, right? Yeah. So, but what you got to realize for something like a Barat, right? Yeah. So my my aunts, my uncles, like these people are gonna be there. Yeah. Like you think they're gonna be jamming out to an ASAP Rocky <laughs> song? You know what I mean? You'd be surprised. So gotta, I do. I, I would be. I guess right. You know best. But like, um, so I'm putting together like a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. You know, we know the Barat, this might be like 45 minutes long, right? And I got to think about, all right, so if I want everyone else to get involved, what kind of music am I going to play, right? So leaning a little bit on the Bollywood stuff, the Hindi yeah. uh, music and stuff like that. And then maybe towards the end, I'll like throw in some rap, some hip hop. But yeah. one one thing that's great is like you're willing to engage me on that, man, yes, right? Sir. Like you're willing to let me get in the weeds on that with you. But two... I feel like that's just scratching the surface mm-hmm. of like how you would approach an event, right? Yeah. Like you probably are doing that type of, you know, gear turning way, way beforehand. Mm-hmm. So the question that I'll have coming out of that is like, so as you prepare for event, yeah. right? And you don't got to give me your secret sauce or nothing yeah. like that, right? But as you prepare for event, what types of things are you are you checking off in your mind? What types of things are you making sure you cover with the people that you're doing uh, spinning for? Yeah, so there's a few things that I always do, right? I, I always try to connect per- on a personal level with my couples, right? Number one, I, I not necessarily ask them to give me like a, a must playlist or a list of 100 songs. Like I, I don't expect that out of anyone because I'm, I'm the expert at this, right? So I want to be right. I want to be the one that's providing that. But I do want to know like, hey, man, do you like Travis Scott? Do you like Drake? Do you, you know, like, what are you really yeah. into? Like, what are your what are your songs that you and your fiance uh, enjoy, love? You know, like, what did you grow up with? I want to make sure that I make your reception or Bharat or, you know, any pre-party. I want to make sure that it's it's your storytelling, you know. So I'll yeah. work with you, man. And, and I'm personally a huge fan of hip hop. You know, I, I grew up. Um, learning hip hop. I was born in India. I moved to America in 1995, and the first things that I used to hear on the radio were Biggie, Tupac. I mean, Puff Daddy when it was called Puff nice. Daddy. You know? So that was my first <laughs> yeah. love, man. And uh, and continuing that, and you know, seeing hip hop evolve, Travis Scott, Drake. You know, it's just beautiful to me. And um, yeah. and, and scoping that in. To having a mutual uh, music taste with with my couples is is even more important to me because I want to tell my music should tell your wedding story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, in in today's environment, right? So you know, as, as you know, the the weddings, especially Indian wedding, brown weddings, mm-hmm. there it's it's becoming like a major source of business, right? Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many like little niche parts of it, right? wedding coordinators obviously you know dj has been one that's been around for a while but um those little little in the weeds things right like makeup um just so many different items come into play photography all that stuff yeah now what what i feel like that does is one it makes it easier Mm -hmm. right for people to kind of put pieces together they don't got to worry about as much during their wedding but not to knock any of it right Mm -hmm. for me it's like, hey, look, th- this is one occasion in your life, right, where you get to be whoever you want to be, yeah. right? You can put your flair on this. Yep. And for me, it's like I need vendors like like you, dude, who are going to let that let that come to light, man. Like, let me work through you, you know? You got your flair. I trust you. I know what you're going to do with it. But look, like, here's here's my here's my spice on it. Here's what I'm trying to trickle on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I personally um, have been having fun 
right? Yeah. Connecting with you, connecting with others. And I think that's what kind of you're supposed to do, man. You're supposed to make this fun for me too, you know? 100%. Um, the, there's obviously a lot of cooks in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Like you have a lot of parents involved in decision making. Yeah. And I think, you know, Alyssa and I have really like kind of taken those things out. So we, it's just us two, right? Yeah. Now I'm like, yo, crush make 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 this come to life for me you know what i mean things like that so it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice thing that you do for couples because you take away a lot of stress from them you know what i mean and you make things smooth you make things seamless um now i know that's one of your goals um but something else is coming to mind right now so i'm gonna have to ask you about that dude um so i i like as i've been doing this deep dive on your social media and everything like that right um i saw a couple days ago that you had um you had reshared this post about you over at um navy pier yeah right now um i don't know much about that event or anything like that man you want to take me through that and how that like I, you obviously were very emotional right when you were writing that post yeah. and it probably meant a lot to you right yeah. take me through that take me through how you got there man yeah man so this was about three and a half years ago right so holy it, it was it was a holy event and um, basically, the Indian community in Chicago is so uh, diverse, right? We have North Indians, um, Middle Indians like us, Gujaratis, right? We have South yeah. Indians. We have people around the Indian continent who or the Indian country who, you know, who also listen to Bollywood uh, and all sorts yeah. of music. So the population here in, in Chicago has grown so diverse in it. And uh, I, I get an email from uh, the head of uh, Navy Pier. And he's like, uh, she's like, hey, we're um, we're planning on having a, a, an outdoor holy party. This is her first year. Um, would you be interested in doing it? And I'm like, Navy Pier, holy outdoors. <laughs> uh, I'd be crazy saying no, right? So I took Sign it on. Up, yeah. It was their first year, so I, I took it on. Um, didn't expect much. I was like, come on, this, you know, it's it's one of those like. I don't know, maybe half corporate events, but I'll I'll do it because I I, I want to be um, I want to be projecting my culture to the city that I love, right? So I so I went ahead, awesome. I did it. Um, within the first, it was in the afternoon. It was thirty seven degrees, so it wasn't like favorable for anyone to just come out and, and enjoy, right? It's it's an, it's March yeah. of twenty seventeen, and uh, or twenty eighteen, I mean. So and. Uh, Within the first hour, man, we we had over a thousand people show up. Wow! And uh, I was blown away. I was like, "What?" You know. And uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the sound system that we had set up for what we had anticipated, and Navy Pier provided the sound system. And I'm looking at the sound system, like, "Man, this ain't gonna be enough for a thousand people." So we looked. You know, we did. Uh, we did as much as we can. Uh, yeah, and uh, you can hear me, right? I got poor connection. Yep. Okay. Uh, we did we did as much as we can, and uh, I turned around and looked at my contact at Navy Pier, and I was like, "Bro, we're gonna need a bigger sound system because <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they weren't letting people in." But anyway, despite all that stuff, I mean, the event was a huge success. Uh, first time in my life where I was able to DJ, and and it felt like a like a concert, right? Like I was dreaming about this yeah. moment. Um, ever since I learned and started to, to DJ, I remember closing my eyes and, and picturing a huge crowd in front of me and just vibe into my music. Right. And it wasn't for yeah. fame. It wasn't for anything. It's, it's for the love of music. Right. It's like, if I can show myself through music, that would be one way for me to show myself. And, and when I opened my eyes and I saw those thousand people dancing, throwing colors in the air, you know, just living it up, man, living it like, like it was that, that moment. Uh, that was very special to me, and uh, my wife was there. My uh, my six month old daughter was there. You know, it was like that's what's up, dude. I was like, wow, man, this is w- definitely uh, one of the best best moments of, of my life. And uh, and we've been doing it uh, over and over. You know, since then we've been doing it. 2019, 2020 got canceled, obviously, and uh, this yeah. year I don't think they're gonna have it. But I know they're gonna have it again in the future, and and I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm I'm really uh, excited about that, and it, it's beautiful, right? It's Navy Pier, it's free, it's Indian music. Yep. There's no like drama, right? People show there just to enjoy themselves and, and just let loose, despite 
32, 39 degrees, you know, it don't matter, man. People come out and, and just spread their positivity. And that's what Holi's all about, yeah. right? Holi, mm-hmm. uh, as a as a Hindu holiday, is all about that, man. Colors of our lives, right? Like, how do you how do you showcase the colors of your life? You dance, you throw colors, you you enjoy yourself with the ones you love. And that's exactly the moment that uh, that showcased itself. It was beautiful. That's that is what's up man that that must have been so euphoric dude so yeah. impactful for you man i mean hard work right you you enjoy the journey but like you, it's hard not to enjoy the fruits of your labor too right man and especially because you love music so much yeah. that's that's the goal right like as you as we get older man like you realize yes we do like some of our nine to five things you know to bring income whatever for that stability but then you know that that can only take you so far yeah and you do something that you really love, and you, when, you, when you get momentum with it, bro, yeah. oh, man, that's a that's another beast right there, dude. Yeah, yeah. And like, when you're, so so when you're when you're in that 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 first Navy Pier performance, yeah. right? You're you're sitting there, you got the people jumping, right? Way bigger of a crowd than you thought it. Let's say your thought. So let's say you see some you see some some dude over there, and he's in the crowd, and he's jamming, right? He's got his head bobbing, he got his arms up in the air. Is it hard for you? To like not stop and just stare and just like take it all in. You know what I mean? Like I would be like, yo, I got this thing jumping over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it is hard for me because I'm always looking. Like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm a switching gears. Every time I play a song, I have to, I, I don't have a set playlist, right? It's like I'm, I, I got to figure out what I'm going to play next to to increase that momentum right so it's not yeah. it's not uh cool i got the next five songs queued up no man it's it's like damn this song's a banger what's the next banger or do i need to tame it down or switch up genres you know it's 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 all about keeping the people engaged you know it's not it's not the same uh, 130 bpm songs that i want to play i want i want to make sure that yeah. that it's interesting that it's it's storytelling that it's not uh, just one rhythmic um uh, beat the entire duration of the event right it's it's making announcements yeah. it's it's uh giving a sh- giving a shout out to navy pier giving a shout out to yeah. comed for hosting such a beautiful thing and uh and, and just keeping it interesting right and and, and uh, like i said it's not it's not just one specific type of music that i want to play and i and i i did stick with indian music particularly because it's all holy although it right. wasn't the same um same pace if you if you know what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. break it up a little bit. You make sure that there's some bangers here, and then there's bangers at this level, and they're here, and then you kind of just make it interesting, keep people alive, and and I think, I think by doing that, you keep people engaged, and uh, you know that you're working, right? I mean, you look up, you you see that two seconds of people enjoying themselves, and it's all you need, and you keep working because you're still you're in that moment, right? And that's and and, and you're chasing that moment over and over and over. That's how. It yeah, is. man, and exactly man and like you know going off that note what i'm hearing here is like you're making like over years and years of you like honing in perfecting your craft right you have developed this ability to make snap judgments right and that's something that like not only dj crush has but that version of it is only something that dj crush has right and you got that in this little black box in your mind and somehow when you see the crowd you're taking in all these data points you know you know what to do next, right? And it's not you're not sitting there like with a sequel chart breaking down the decision tree. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're making a snap judgment on the fly. Yep. And dude, to me, that's a that's a talent, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like going deeper into that, right? You you I, I heard you try to downplay it saying, oh look, you know it's just Indian music, bro. Indian music is a uh, a genre with subgenres within subgenres of its own, right? Hundred percent. Now, you say something like. Like Kaike Pana Banara Sawala. That's a different song that's gonna appease to different people yeah. versus something like like illegal weapons, sure. right? Like a your standard like Bangra song. Yeah. Like that's gonna appease to different crowds. You're at holy, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you're you're doing all these snap judgments and um all I can see is man, over years and years of you making the right decisions and maybe making the wrong decisions sometimes too. Yep. Like you've learned what to do and what not to do. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I and I'll I'll give you an example of a wrong event. <laughs> Uh, that I that I did, which I learned a lot sure, from, yeah. right? Um, so I'm, I'm Gujarati myself, and uh, and as you mentioned, Indian music has you know genre, subgenres, and then sub sub sub, right? It, it's a continuous thing. Like 
Gujarati music, you know, we listen to Bollywood, but then we also have our traditional Garba music, right? Folk Garba music. Right. There's also Gujarati songs, which are not Garba. All right. So there's so much, right? So I took on this event. Um, it was a full on Punjabi event. I'm Gujarati myself right. and full on Punjabi event. And, uh, I was like, cool, yeah, I know the top Bhangra hits, you know, I, I'm going to smash this. You know, I was confident. Yeah. I go on there, I start playing these songs. I'm like, yeah, I got this, I got this. <laughs> Man, within five minutes, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't got this, right? Because yeah. <laughs> just like any genre of music, Punjabi music has its own subcategories, right? Like you have yep. Illegal Weapon, which is pop Punjabi music, and then you have the, the folk Punjabi music, you know, which is what yep. I have no idea about. And the other challenge is, um, I can understand Hindi, I can understand Gujarati, but I there's I right. can't understand Punjabi, right? So I have no idea what the heck I'm playing. Uh, and based off of that, I'm like, man, I you know, not all Indian music is the same. It's like you really got to know what you're getting into before you take on something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like like uh, from that experience, I'm like, man, I unless I'm comfortable, unless I set set expectations, unless the client has known my expectations there's no way i'm comfortable doing something like that dude you got it's it's bringing your professional candor to the event and sometimes you can only learn and process improve by like taking an l every now and then right it's it's similar to like at work you know like so you know not to dive into that too much but like i give i give client presentations at work right so before i get into any conversation i'm gonna be like all right this might be an annoying question, but tell me who's on the call. Yeah. Who's who am I talking to, right? Um, what are their backgrounds? Are they are they clinicians? Are they going to ask me about like medications? Because that's yeah. some shit I don't know about. You <laughs> know what I mean? And then like, is there going to be anyone like who's their decision maker, right? Like who who who's going to be making the call and if they take this or not, yeah. right? So I don't want to be pitching them something about let's say regulatory when they're looking for cost savings, you know, like that's some real nerdy shit for me to say, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want to know who you're talking to and what's going to resonate most with them. hundred percent. Right? So, I mean, yep. understanding your demographic, man, that's, that's the, that's the, the secret sauce in any business, right? That's how you know yep. how to reach yep. to them. That's how you know how to, how to get through and, and, and make a deal, you know, just understanding. Yeah. And that's, that's a hard part. I mean, it's not, it's not easy, but as soon as you figure that out, it, you know, I think you can, uh, you set yourself up for success. Totally, man. So, so, you know, like as, so, you know, when, so when I, when I was younger, right. Yeah. So I was a big like sports guy. I used to play soccer and stuff a lot as through college. Yeah. Now, when, as I'm preparing, right. I'm doing a couple of things, right. Like I always would put on my right, shoe first okay. right because i tend to have a good game i would eat certain things right yeah. i'll make sure i got like some potassium things like that in um so i'm i'm on the upward trajectory i peak during those 90 minutes and then i can come down afterwards right now if we bring that to a gig that you're about to do what are what are some things that dj crush is doing the day of maybe the day before to get into that momentum and make sure that you peak during that there that, that your time to shine so um, here, here's the best way to put it, right? So the wedding preparation starts as soon as the contract is signed, right? So a year in advance, like I'm, I'm already thinking about weddings, right? So um, obviously there's different weddings every single weekend. So you can only do so much to think about what wedding, what, how you're going to peak at each wedding, right? Because every wedding is so yeah. unique and so different to itself. Uh, so as soon as wedding A is over and wedding B is in my mind, so Sunday, right? Because wedding A is over on a Saturday night, right? So as soon as wedding B is on my mind, um, man, that Sunday, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with my family. But as soon as uh, everyone goes to sleep, you know, it's it's prepping starting Sunday. It's not prepping starting yeah. Thursday night. It's prepping starting Sunday. So everything to making sure that, uh, hey, I'm not going to bother the bride and groom on the week of their wedding, right? So I'm going to make sure that I got everything that I need: music, requests, um, all the timelines, all the all the floor plans, I, you know, all the announcements, all the specific requests that uh, that the bride and groom need. I'm going to make sure I have all that. That way, they can thoroughly enjoy their wedding week, right? So I'm not bothering them, yeah. I'm not emailing them, and while they're trying to be with family, trying to enjoy themselves, right? So that's right. the first thing. Second thing is uh, my team that I work with incredible people man i mean they carry me through this 
Um, every year we have a, a we we set a, a mission goal, right? So um, last year we had a strength in numbers. That was our our uh, mission statement last year's, and this year it's a uh, uh, readiness makes preparedness. Preparedness makes mm-hmm. readiness. Sorry, um, and every year <laughs> every year there's a there's there's something that we set right, and, and we work towards that. Uh, so. Uh, making sure um, the lights are all set, the the music is all set in the system. Making sure that uh, we're ahead of the curve um, before there's any obstacles in the way. And if there is an obstacle in there, we know how to solve that obstacle, right? So like things like yeah, um, like oh shit, it's gonna rain on Saturday, man. Uh, we got to figure out to make sure that there's a, a an indoor barat plan, right? So because barats are typically yeah. outdoors for Hindu weddings, right? And uh, so just those details are, are are what we do to prepare. Now, as far as the actual day of goes, like I said, we work in a team, right? So um, as your uh, ceremony might be happening, my team is making sure that the gear is ready for your reception. You know, if it's in a different space, okay. if it's uh, if your Bharat is happening, my team is making sure that the ceremony is uh, being ready, you know, and already ready and set. Um, as far yep. as um, you know, before the actual event begins, things like sound tests, things like microphone tests, things like mm-hmm. making sure all the music sounds perfectly clean from the beginning of the to the to, to the front of the ballroom to the back of the ballroom, making sure there's an even flow of music from. Um, from all corners of the ballroom, right? Like those are little details that that I uh, personally make sure that that are good. That most people probably don't care to notice, just because you know no one thinks about those things, right? You just want to enjoy, right? And, and that's that's what I want. I want. I don't want someone saying, "Man, I can't hear anything back here." You know, I can't hear the speeches. Yeah. Back. But when they don't say that, it's because they can hear it. Right, they're not thinking right. about it because it's perfectly for them, and that's that's what makes my details that I put together ahead of time uh, special. Because my team is aware of it, I'm aware of it, and when people don't talk about it, you know it's a good thing. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. And then, and last but not least, man, and when the reception dance floor opens up, that's that's my time to make sure that I can tell the story of the bride and groom with the talents yeah. that I think that I have. Right, so. Um, playing tracks that reflect who they are, who their friends are, who their family are, and having me, uh, you know, using my judgment to to carry those out and, and make sure people are enjoying themselves. Uh, does that answer your question? I, I think... Uh, Not a hundred... That's above and beyond, my friend. <laughs> I love it, dude. I, no, man. It seems like you nurture you nurture every function yeah. and give it its own flavor, man. And that's that's what I love to hear, dude. And like co- coming off to like one of the specifics about what you said, there's been times where, you know, I've been to weddings and sometimes, you know, the, the bass on the speaker is too high sure. and then you can't really hear the words, yeah. right, about either what people are saying or the music, right? Yeah. And like the treble seems to be not high enough or something like that, right? And I think in general, right, it's those types of little details, those little nuances mm-hmm. that, you know, separate, you know, kind of like the boys from the men, you know what I mean? Like you're going to go the deep dive and you're going to say, look, if... DJ Crutch is at this event, it's going to be a good one. I can 100% guarantee you that. You know what I mean? And to be honest, you know, as as I get older, man, I realize the importance of that, right? Yeah. Following through on your commitments. And it might, it, a, a, a seamless event where someone, like you said, doesn't give you the feedback, right? Yeah. There's, there's so much work that goes behind that bit of silence, mm-hmm. right? The irony, the irony behind that. You got you got all your boys behind it, making sure that yeah. someone just is enjoying the experience and you fall into the background. Yeah. So dude, I'm resonating with everything you're saying, bro. It's really, really cool that you share that, man. Yeah, no, man, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's the small details make the biggest impacts, you know? And it, it really is the truth. I mean, the little things that you put in uh, the week before the day of, uh, makes the biggest impact because it takes away that that those little obstacles that come in across your way, you know, uh, and and it's true yeah. with anything. That's true with life, not just not just gigs, not just business, but that's true with anything, you know. It's it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Totally, man. And then so coming to coming to like after after the function is over, right? Let's say maybe it's Saturday night. Um, that wedding's over. Onto the next. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you and the squad? 
do you guys generally do like rolling touch points or do you do like a debrief after an event or is it only if something goes awry? Yeah, let me know because like, you know, the brainstorming sessions are kind of where the magic happens. Yeah, you know, my team, um, I, I don't. I don't think that there are, uh, I don't consider them employees. I consider them a team and I yeah. really mean it. And I always take criticism, constructive criticism for them. Even, and not just for, um, from me personally, uh, but from everything, right? If, if uh, my guy Vinny, right, who works with me, if, if Vinny says, Crush, uh, man, that bass was too high or the music was too loud, man. I saw some folks like doing this to their ears, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you got to tone it down a little bit. And like, all right, thanks. Thank you, Vinny. You know, I appreciate that. And that makes a that makes an impact, right? Because you, you want to make sure that you're doing things properly. It's it's yeah. always not the uh, the easiest to um, see what's going on or, or hear what's going on in the dance floor when you're not in the dance floor, but you're playing music that's in the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so those yeah. details are, are are important. But you know, we we typically uh, debrief uh, because. We, we typically debrief as soon as the event is over. And by debriefing, okay. I mean we're, we're uh, wrapping up, right? We're taking down lights. We're taking down sound systems. We're, take, we're wrapping up cables. We're putting things organizedly back in, into, our, um, into our truck. Uh, so at that time, we're talking. We're, we're figuring out if things went wrong, things went right. Hey, what did mm-hmm. you like that we did this time that we didn't like last time, right? And usually there's not a lot of um, bad things that come up. But when the bad things that do come up, those are the things that we like to correct and make sure that, that that they're taken care of for the future events, right? Whether it's fatigue, you know, and that's important, mm-hmm. right? Men- mental health, like, uh, like, hey, man, if, if my guy is on three hours of sleep because we had a gig the night before and and we've been working all day today, that's important to me, man. I don't want I don't want him to drive home and you know fall asleep at the wheel. That's that's yeah. not what I want. It's it's details. So so when we work in teams. We have an open uh, communication. I'm not. I don't treat them as employees. They don't treat me like a boss, uh, but we do treat each other with respect and, and figure out what's right, what's wrong. If it's wrong, how can we how can we fix it? And there's no personal uh, uh, feelings that are that are involved in there. It's it's all how can we get better as a team? And that's what Shaggy Entertainment. That's great. Does. That's exactly what we that's, are, man. Love it, dude. Love it, man. And from what it sounds like, it's just like. A bunch of dudes that came together who know how to get shit done, right? No no politics, none of that stuff, right? Yeah. It's like we all love what we do. Let's just come together and do it, man. And, dude, when, when people like that come together, bro, it's very, very contagious, man. Yeah. Like the energy is real. You're right, man. It makes magic. It really does. I mean, we've got a team of six DJs uh, who truly love music, you know? Like they yeah. truly love music and to talk about music when you love it, it's, it's a special thing. You know, it's not a, yeah. it's not a, a, um, you know, you don't, let me give you an example. Like, you know, those moments you have, you sit around a campfire and you share stories. Like those are special moments. Right. And when you, when yep. you do something like that and you talk about music that you love, it's like, damn, did you hear the new Drake album? His new EP is so sick. <laughs> you know, like, like you talk about that and you like, you share those thoughts and the feelings and, and, and it's, it's special, right? Because you're talking about something that you love. And, uh, when you do that and you display it, you showcase it and, uh, you know how to blend, you know how to mix, you know how to read a crowd. It's an art, man. It's beautiful. And I love that my whole, oh, my dude. entire team, uh, including myself, I love that we truly love music and, and that's the reason why we do this. And it's, you know, money's great. Yes. But the first and mo- most motivating thing for us is the love for the music. And it's always going to be 100%. Like that. That's what's up, man. You're, dude, you're coming at me with fire right now. Bro. That's what's <laughs> up. I mean, dude, it's, it's interesting because so, you know, getting just a little bit deeper on that, like... You know, as you as you get older, it, it and I keep saying that, but it becomes it becomes tougher. I feel like, and more like cliche or frowned upon to self-express, right? Like you got to be this buttoned-up in, individual, right? And and that's not true. You know, it's good to self-express. You don't have to do it in the way that I'm doing it or the way that you know DJ Crush is doing it. Yeah. But but goddamn, dude, if if the people that I loved self-expressed in a similar way that I did, yeah. Yo, bro, it'd be all over, dude. You know what I mean? It'd be so much fun. Yeah. It, it would be like the the best pastime. Like you said, cherry on top, 
money's good, right? Yeah. That's that's fine. But in in all honesty, man, if you can find people with similar interests that are passionate, yeah, how how can that not push you to be better? You yeah. know what I mean? How can that not push you to go to new heights? Like, I'm, I don't even know if this happens in the DJing world, but have you guys ever just like lined up in front of each other with your with your DJ's equipment and just just start going in showing showing what you know and stuff like that? Yeah, it happens all the time, man. Uh, my, you know, the the guys who are in our, our team. I mean, we we'll meet, you know, we'll meet a couple of times a year and, and just shoot shit. I mean, it's not always business. You know, we want to make sure that we're spending time with each other outside of events. You know, that's important to, mm-hmm. to catch up on, on, you know, life in general, right? Like seeing their family, seeing their kids, seeing their um, significant others uh, to meet them as well. And, 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 live with them right that that's important and yeah there's times when uh when we'll meet up and everyone you know there it's not like we all line up our dj turntables together but whoever whoever's house we're at or whoever's place we're at you know they got it all set up because they're we're all showing up there (laughs) so yeah Yeah, man we'll we'll spend like hours just messing around and showing off tips and tricks and, and showing off like oh you want to learn this let me show you how to do it bro you know like it's it's all about that you know it's like oh let me show you how to do this better hey let me show you how to use this input on the mixer versus that it that way you know like it'll sound better you know like like improving our knowledge with experiences that we've learned whether for bad or good right and making sure that we're spreading that positivity and spreading that knowledge because uh, it does no good to not spread the knowledge. You know, you, once you know something good, you got to spread it, man. That's how that's how we become better as a as a team, as a community and just a person. Dude, I'm 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 vibing with you, dog. I'm yeah. vibing with you so hard on that, dude. That's 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 truth right there, dude. I mean, even before, you know, we hopped on today, we were just shooting the shit about video editing, right? Like you're telling me your tips and tricks. I'm trying to tell you where I come at it with, yeah. man. Like you just got to approach life as a student, man. Yeah. Like what what good does it do you to to hold withhold information that made your life better? Yeah. And that might make someone else's life better. Yeah. It just or make your craft better, man. It doesn't do you any good to hold hold information in, man. You got to share, you got to spread the love, bro. That's 100%, man. That you you said it spot on. If if you don't share it, man, you're 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 committed a crime, bro. <laughs> you know you should yeah. you should spread love, man. You should spread positivity, spread spread knowledge. It's only going to do better for you and the others around you. That's it's important. Man. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. Now, now let's let's take it back a little bit to the uh, the start the start of all this, right? right? Like we we got through some of your good accolades, man. So, right when. When, when when we're talking about things that we like as kids, right? So I was a big rap fan even yeah. as a, as a kid, right? Um, now you you gravitate towards DJing, mm-hmm. right? Like I kind of gravitate toward gravitate towards maybe sports, right? So the way we kind of came to fruition, yeah. the things we liked, and the, the things we did are different. What what about what about music at an early age was like an outlet for you? Yeah, man. So here's what happened, right? So I, I born and raised in India. Uh, my dad was, uh, my dad immigrated to the States in 86. I wasn't even a year old and he flew here right by himself okay. to support my family. And, uh, I, my mom and my two sisters, uh, we were still in India living with our family. And, uh, my dad was out here in the States, you know, building himself up, you know, getting ready to bring us on board. And, uh, nine years later, um, you know, he saved up enough money and he worked his ass off mm-hmm. to, to get us here to the States and it's 1995, and we, we, we arrived to the States. It's July, right? So nine years old, man. I, I knew nothing about music at this point. And if I didn't know mu- anything about music, it was just what I heard on watching, you know, Bollywood movies when I was at that age, right? Yeah, man. And real quick, did you not see your dad for nine years? Uh, I saw him once in the, ni- in, in the nine years because he, he showed up uh, to, you know, see us, right? And uh, yeah, and it, it was great, man. I, I remember... Uh, <laughs> I remember my mom telling me a funny story. She's like, she's like, you didn't know who your dad was when you first saw him. Um, and when he showed up, when I was probably like six or seven years old, and he showed up in the, in the India because he saved up enough money, I was like, Mom, who's yeah. that guy? <laughs> who's that guy? Yeah. I had no idea. Man. I mean, you know, we take things for granted now, right? We have phones. We have pictures that we can easily showcase. But it... it Times were different in the '90s, man. Early '90s. Sacrifices made. Sacrifices dude. Like, made, man. That is crazy. God bless. Can you imagine? Man. Can you? 
Yeah, dude. Anyway, man, I didn't mean to no, really no worries, no worries at all. Yeah, man, my dad, my dad, huge hero of mine, and uh, yeah, and a great guy. And uh, anyway, um, showed up here in the '90s, right? Um, it's 1996. I'm 10 years old, and uh, I turn on B96. Um, they had something <laughs> called. It was called a Killer Bee, uh, the new Killer Bee, uh, and uh, 10 o'clock they had something called uh, Mixed Master Throwdown. All right. All right, 10 o'clock every evening, uh, but even better on like the weekends. So every evening I turn it on. I had a little boombox in my room. Um, listen to these DJs like Too Cool, Chris, you know DJ Flipside, DJ Speed, yeah. all these guys just throwing in like music mixing it live and i'm just like blown away because these guys are playing like biggie tupac they're playing puff daddy they're playing you know dr dre uh and i'm just like what is this right like this is the first like music that i instantly gravitated towards that was an indian Mm -hmm. music right so like in india i obviously like i've i heard michael jackson i heard you know the pop of all pop music but when you hear like hip-hop you know it's like yeah. dude the beat the lyrics which i had no idea what they were talking about because i was 10 years old <laughs> but the beats man oh my god i, I remember just li- the first time i heard hypnotize by uh by biggie i was like yeah what is this bro i i, I heard i probably recorded it played it over and over and over and, and i dissected the entire beat and what I love about that track is I'll still play it at weddings, this, weddings till this day, and it still bangs, man. Everyone they hear yeah. that track, they love that shit. But anyway, um, I started dissecting what they were doing. I started like really deep diving into uh, what I was hearing and how they were blending music from a song to another, and how it sounded so seamless, so smooth, where you wouldn't notice, you know. And I was like, how are they doing this? Uh, I'd record it every single night. I'd record the new mix, listen to it over and over, re-record it on the same cassette that I was recording it on, listen to it again. Yeah. And how did they do this one? How did they do this one? And uh, just my dad ended up buying me a computer at this time. And, uh, you know, I, I remember recording it on the cassette tape and putting my putting that tape player next to my computer and recording it through those handheld mics, you know, which you used to like web chat back in the day, and then putting yeah, it on the yeah. computer, opening this bootleg software that I had on there, opening up the waveforms and seeing like, <laughs> hey, the baseline hits over here, and here's a treble, and here's the mids, and here's the lows, right? Like seeing that broken down to the songs that I was listening to over and over again, like really made yeah. me uh, understand how music like is it's constructed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm going in, I'm going in. I'm like, man, I I loved it, right? So I'm listening to Indian music. I'm listening to hip-hop music. And um, there, it was a huge, uh, they used to call it techno back in the day, but uh, there was a huge techno fad, right, back in the 90s, late 90s. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to that too. That was cool, but the hip-hop was truly, like, touching me, right? So like, that, that's what mm-hmm. got to me. Um, ended up uh, saving up money and uh, bought my own turntables and started buying vinyl, started burning CDs, um, yeah. and just started practicing, man. My brother-in-law, Jeet, he's part of our team, uh, Shali Entertainment, right. he uh, he was DJing at this time. So I'd go help him, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd help him carry speakers, set up cabling, you know, all that good stuff. And, and I learned a lot of technical aspects from him. Uh, without him, I, I would have no idea how to connect, do the proper way of connecting uh, DJ gear. But anyway, um, learned technically, uh, learned a lot of technical aspects from JIT and then practiced at home uh, with the recorded music that I've either bought or uh, burned on CDs, you know, and just practiced, practiced, mm-hmm. practiced, practiced. Um, and that's that's really how I just kind of I was a bedroom DJ man. I was a bedroom DJ, honestly. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone everyone at starts at that bedroom level or or lower, right? And uh, it's how you keep doing it over and over and over and practicing over and over and over. And that's 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 pretty much how I got started. Um, you know, that, that's yeah. how I gravitated towards DJing, man. And, and uh, I've loved it ever since. And that's been an outlet for me. I mean. 
you go through breakups, you go through, uh, you know, highest lows of life and the music's always yep. been there for me, you know, whether it's for bad or, the, or worse and uh, playing it, blending it, learning how to do it properly, always being a student of it um, was, was, is, is special to me, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Dude, that's awesome, man. What a good journey, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of thoughts on that, man. But quick shout out to my boy, Jeet Pitaria. Uh, <laughs> see you on Facebook, dog. But, um, that's right. No, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, but no, dude, you know, there's so, so going back to hip hop in general, you know, like hip hop, I think for me, you know, it, it does this thing where it allows you to release your inhibitions, right? It allows you to like I said, again, like we're very common collected throughout our days, but when someone's spitting fire, like rapping from the heart, yeah. yo, you can't, you can't not feel that energy. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's specific to hip hop, but it's very it, like that version yeah. that the hip hop like elicits is, is there's no comparison to that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I grew up in a different time. Like, uh, I wasn't always jamming to the Biggie, Tupac stuff. I, I know the main stuff, sure. but, you know, I'm not, like, too deep in it. But yeah. going to your point about breakups and, um, you know, trials and tribulations in life, yeah. right? You, tr- you, att- you attribute this aura of, like, like, a person to that, to music as a whole, right? And when there's nothing like cruising in your car, putting on something that resonates and something about it is euphoric and it just makes all them issues, you know, kind of just go away and you can, everything's on hold for a while. You know what I mean? hundred percent, man. You, you said it spot on, man. It's the cruising in your car and listen to it. It's, it's totally euphoric. It's, it's, uh, it's medicinal, you know, it's, it's, um, mm-hmm. it really helps your mental health. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. I mean, music without music, we are boring. We are all boring without music. Yeah, man. Do you, so, um, and this might be too, like in the weeds of a question or maybe too high level, one of the, one of the other. So what's, uh, is there an album, right? So a lot of music, even amongst the same artists is not apples to apples all the time, right? Like this artist at this time is different than this artist at this time, right? So is there an album that, that, that you've leaned on? during a, a, a trial in your life, right? And um, you don't gotta go, to, you can go as deep as you as you feel comfortable with, but what's an album to you that that has just been like, kind of like your, your kickstand or your, your fail safe when you were going through it? Man, that's a good one because I might have a few and I hope that's all right, but. Uh... Yeah, dude, it's, it's more than all right, man. <laughs> I wanna hear all about it. Um, the first and the and one that I always, fall back on when I just I'm drawing a blank is uh graduation Kanye West yeah great album that's a good one it's a great album and I and I love that Kanye West and uh you know you can compare a new Kanye versus old Kanye but that was the Kanye that I really enjoyed because he really talked mm-hmm. about a lot in in those uh you know and what was great about that album is he produced that entire album. He made every single one of those uh, beats himself, and he spit over it, and it was fire, man. It was so good, and that was imp- that you know that's that was so cool to me. Um, and there's a song for everyone in there, right? Like whether it's a breakup, whether it's a friendship, whether it's touching the sky. I mean, it's you know, it, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful thing, man. Um, I think that's that's one album. Um, there's also. Uh, Let's see, 808s and Heartbreaks is a great album as well. That's a good one too, yep. Um, and then, you know, I, I really started enjoying Drake back in like yeah. 08, 09, uh, when, he, when he kicked it off. His, uh, what was it, his, his first mixtape. Uh, man, that was so good. I still fall back on that from time to time. There was a song that he came out with that I first heard. It was like in 09, it was like called Ransom. Yeah. With Lil Wayne on yeah. it, dude. Yo, I, I immediately memorized that entire song. <laughs> I was like, yo, I got to spit like this, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and then, you know, um, I've, I've learned to love all sorts of genres of music. I love hip hop. That's, that's my number one uh, music to my heart. But, uh, mm-hmm. man, when you're in the moment it, w- listening to different music, like whether it's Bollywood music or whether it's country music or whether it's yep. freaking, you know, EDM or like whatever it is, when you're in the moment, when you're in the right zone, uh, if you're out, you know, uh, 
at a, at a bonfire and you put on country tracks, man, that's, that hits a spot too. You know, like it's, it's, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not just hip hop that I listen to, man. Like you look at my Spotify playlist and you look at the top 20, you know, the top hundred songs that I listened to in 2020, you'll see, you'll go through hip hop, you'll go through Bollywood, you'll go through like Shania, Dabla, Sitar type of music. You'll, you'll, <laughs> nice. you'll go through yeah, country yeah. music. You know, it's, it's a whole, uh, it's a whole story that it's like, is that really who I am? Thank you, Spotify. That's, amazing you know um but dude so funny yeah that's that's what that's where i'm at man i mean um if nowadays when i'm driving i'm usually with my wife my little one um Mm -hmm. so i don't usually bump any uh any of the you know hard hitters (laughs) but uh but but when i get the moment man i i'm i'm bumping Kanye. i'm bumping uh the stuff that i always uh have enjoyed man you know and dude, and you know, going back to those Kanye albums, you know, one thing you so a couple things about early Kanye, you could you feel like he he brought to life his experiences through his words, right? Yeah. And it was it was it, it wasn't like a hundred percent relatable, but it was relatable enough that you could understand where his trials and tribulations, and there's something really artistic about that. Yeah. And then also the end to end process of. Like, like we said, even with the weddings process, you can niche out different pieces of it to different people, yeah. right? But to cover your album end to end is is a feat in itself, man. Yeah. Like, you, like you probably know better, but at me as I'm like trying to mess around with GarageBand and stuff like that, like for me to not only manage the moving pieces of this mm-hmm. and then have to put my voice on it the right way. Yeah. Dude, t- so many moving pieces to get right, man. A lot yeah. of being meticulous and stuff like that. Yeah, man, it's a genius work, man, and that's exactly that. That's exactly what he did. Uh, and you know what? It it's it's inspiring. You know it, what he's doing is so inspiring. It's like I got into a huge car accident and turned his life around. You know, and and just loving the fact that he represented Chicago so well, yeah. right? So well. I mean think of like his track homecoming right think of like um tracks that you like you'll be flying back from a vacation or you'll be flying back anywhere and you're going you're flying into chicago and what you know like you, you know you know you want to put it put in pull up your iphone <laughs> and, and and play homecoming as you're flying in and seeing the skyline through the through the uh, window you know it's like that's that's the impact he had on you man because he really put his heart and creativity into to his him being a genius you know it's incredible dude a hundred percent and like me and me and Alyssa were talking about this the other day so you know during we haven't been going anywhere with quarantine and stuff like that you know so so what we do is like once a week we'll just go for a drive downtown like we'll go down lake shore and just like listen to music you know and just that's kind of our little way of getting out yeah and the other day we were we were we were on that curve on lake michigan like going north like on towards sheridan right and um I, I sit there, I'm like, man, like, so we're listening to, like, The weekend or something like that, yeah. right? And I'm like, you know, what's interesting is, like, like I know all the words to this song, and I'm singing this song right now, like, so passionately in the car, you know, yeah. and things like that. I got my own, it's like my own concert, you know? Like, w- you know, for an artist, if I was an artist, that would be, like, life goal achieved, yeah. right? Like, the life goal t- to, to achieve is where somebody you don't even know yeah is like bumping your shit like in their heart about it and they're forming this relationship with you as an artist and you've been influencing them in ways that you don't even know right like if even one person does that yo i'm i'm good i can i can die easy you know yeah yeah you'd be surprised man you you uh from just talking to you and and uh you know interacting with you with for the last year and a half right that that we've kind of uh involved in, in each other's lives like You'd be surprised, bro. Like uh, your positivity rubs off. Honestly, every time, every time I talk to you, every time, whether it's text, email, I'm like, man, this guy's freaking awesome, man. Or you know, if it's a, through a text, it's like, like you, your positivity rubs off, you know. And uh, and I appreciate that about people because I want to be, I want to be more close to those type of people in my life, you know. And uh, if you get a te- if I get a text, you call me Bailu or Bicep, you know, whatever the case is, it's like. <laughs> It, it, it brings a smile to your face, you know, it, it's, it's a good thing, man. So I appreciate your positivity and, uh, you'd be surprised, you know, artists is one thing, but 
being a good headed and, and, and a positive person has impact on a lot of people too. So don't be surprised if there's a, if there's a kid next door or, or, you know, anyone in your family or friends who look up to you for that. I know I certainly do, man. I want, I look up to your positivity for sure. I appreciate that, man. Hey, dude, I really, really do appreciate that. And that means a lot coming from you, dude. I really do uh, do appreciate you, man. Now, you know, that's 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 the best I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. At baseline, I can't be I can't be walking around with my head down. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's too many people out there doing good things, yeah. you know, like yourself, man. Like, that that we just got to, like, keep that energy rolling. And especially in this time, man, we all got to connect, dude. Yeah. Like, have fun and shit, You're dude. right, man. Um, But, yeah, dude. Um. So uh, tell me, tell me, and then we can we can kind of just like end it on this note. But um, I, uh, as as you sent me some videos, right? As we were talking <laughs> preliminarily about things, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, my boy got swag, right? He sent me a couple <laughs> videos. Let me just show you what I can do here, you know. So, um, you know, I've and then as I'm looking through your other stuff, I see I see this uh, DJ booth you got, right? I don't want to give it away, or if you're trying to like you know like keep that out out of the media and stuff like that. But man, that that DJ booth that you got i i haven't seen that anywhere else man and i don't know if you always had it but tell me like kind of the idea behind um that that setup um and maybe some of the reactions you've gotten from it dude yeah um so just to be clear we're talking about the led dj booth right like the big ass uh... (laughs) hell yes we're talking about that dude (laughs) all right so so that that was a, a thing right like here's what here's where uh djing started um evolving right so um when i started off djing was uh you you have a set of turntables you have speakers there's maybe some dance lighting and then you do your thing people dance you know enjoy themselves then djing became more and more and more involved like like music became more and more evolved right so think of uh Think of uh, EDM artists, like think of uh, Diplo, for example, right? Diplo, mm-hmm. you, you you see his setup. He went from, you know, doing festivals and then all of a sudden he, he's got this big ass screen behind him, huge screen behind him. And he's got this booth in front of him that uh, that reflects his music, that's synchronized with his music. And, and it becomes part of the experience, right? So 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 I, I kind of I was watching that. I'm like, man, um and people love it, you know, and you see something like that and you tailor it to a wedding. And I'm not saying bring a festival to a wedding, but what can you do to make it cool and and, and respectable and also elegant for a wedding? Because you don't want something flashy, shiny to happening right, you know, while right. there's a first dance happening. No way, man. Uh, so how do you make it elegant? So bringing that into the whole wedding industry, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm the pioneer of it. Although I know mm-hmm. I'm the first one who did it in Chicago, my man. Uh, but, my you man. know, and, and when I started bringing that into the into the scene, uh, having it centered and and seeing the bride and groom's name projected on there and, and effects and pictures of, of that, like showcasing that this party is not about me; it's about you guys. It's about the bride and groom, but it's going to be like a festival, you know, like especially during the open dancing and, and seeing it synchronized with our music, seeing uh, like, for example, if I'm playing, if I'm playing shots by Lil John, right. Um, seeing yeah. the, the lyrics of that song, like shot, 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 you know, and, and seeing it projected on the led screen is, uh, is cool, man. And, and to give you a quick background of what happened is uh, uh, as soon as I started seeing those screens and in, in festivals, I, I, uh, I inquired and uh, I was a little sticker shocked. I was like, damn, this thing's expensive, man. Uh, I don't know if I can afford this. So <laughs> I went out to, um, I spoke with a buddy of mine I, and, I, and I bought the bought the LED panel, brought it back to the States, learned how to put it together, showcased it, displayed it with, with our team, taught them. And, uh, and it's now a thing you know like there's so many other Hell companies yeah. that use it now and and it's it's a beautiful thing because it's it's evolving the game it's not yeah it's not that i was the first one to do it but it's like damn this is cool man we're really getting serious into this business right like like it's it's awesome yeah. man. like seeing one person do it and having other people co- not copy it but just you know using it as a benchmark it's like damn that's that's cool man like i i i, I take responsibility for for the led screen that started up in My chicago man. let's go <laughs> let's go let's go let's get it uh, dj crush dude look who you're dealing with dude. that's right man and you know it's it's all computerized there's a special software and uh, i can't wait to have it at your wedding bro 
my man, dude. I'm excited for it. When I saw that, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm the weekend in the Starboy <laughs> video, dude. Just like standing in front of that booth while DJ Crush is throwing down right behind me, dude. I mean, yeah. dude, that that's a whole mood. Um, and, and coming back to what you had just said about like, um, you know, up in the game a little yeah. bit, dude. Yo, man, when you're good at what you do, that's what you do, man. You just take it to the next level. Why? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, like let me. Uh, if we're if we're really doing this, if we really like this, let's go. You know, yeah. like I'm. I I see you, dude. I see you, man. Um, so you know, man. I I want to be. I want to be. Uh, I want to be cognizant of your time, man. This is usually a point where I guess normal podcasters would give like the other person a time to uh to do their thing yeah. and give a quick shout out to whoever. But you know what, dude? I'm gonna go ahead and do that for you, man. <laughs> Shout the entertainment, best shit around, bro. My boy DJ Crush throwing it down, bringing the fire to all the events, man. Holler at him if you ever need anything. Um, he's dope to work with. I know that firsthand, um, and I can't wait for the wedding to come around, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be one of a kind, dude. I know it. Likewise, man. Thank you, and I appreciate you having me on, man. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to listen to the final product and, and, and just share it with my with my network man i, I love it and uh and speaking with you just just uh there's too much positivity here right now man and i love it man there's some electromagnetic uh, fields happening here but but no i appreciate it man you you've been uh you've been a pleasure to work with so far and 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 awesome just to talk to and, and discuss music man this this conversation has been a, a really really good one yeah, man. I mean, I look forward to just conversing with you uh, more like this. But you know, just just chatting it up in general, man. I can't wait to have a drink with you at the wedding, man. We'll uh, we'll kick it off real nice, man. I appreciate all you do, dude. I can't wait, man. Thank you. For sure, brother. <laughs>